Browns had a disgusting loss uh, on Sunday. There's no way around it. There are some people right now that are getting a lot of blame that we just don't understand why. Defense, defense, defense. They say defense wins championships, and if we was counting that, the Browns ain't winning nobody's championship. Why are they giving so many points up? And then we talk about how you move on to Pittsburgh this week. We'll do it all on this next episode of the Locked on Browns podcast. You are Locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your delivery of all things Dog Pound. GB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network. Non victory Monday here. Uh, Cleveland Browns, an absolute devastating loss yesterday, 31 30 at the hands of the New York Jets in the home opener in First Energy. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Of course, from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, the Barbershop 923, the fan, Garrett Bush at G Bush. 91. Today's episode of Lockdown Browns is presented to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com, promo code Locked On. As we said yesterday, uh, definitely in inexcusable loss and want to thank everybody who makes lockdown Browns their first listen. Appreciate you all who jumped in on the live post game show yesterday. And of course the podcast version available wherever you get your podcast. And of course, YouTube, uh, make sure you subscribe notifications on for all the content over there. Um, Garrett, I think the reactions here today and the part that are, you know, really kind of got me unnerved. Um, look, yes. In 2020, Nick Chubb had a long run, took a knee at the two yard line, sealed the game. 2020, the Browns' defense, dog, dog crap, to put it lightly. You're talking about players like Andrew Sandejo. Uh, you know, they had, this was just a terrible, terrible defense in 2020. Mick Chubb puts you up 13 with a minute 55 to go. And another one, they're trying to scapegoat here, Cade York for missing an extra point. Look, I, I get it. And in some way, shape, or form, and mention Kareem Hunt here, who went out of bounds a couple of times when he shouldn't have. But look, this team with Jacoby Brissett, as your quarterback right now, is not a team that's based on the offensive side of the football. What was supposed to be the strength of this team while you're waiting to get Deshaun Watson in the fold was supposed to be the defense. And to put that defense in that situation, and look, it's one stop. I mean, you're not asking for a Herculean effort here. And we're going to get with John Costco later today, and we're going to sort out who was wrong and who was, you know, who was right in some of these scenarios. And, you know, I hate to have to say that, Maybe the beloved son who just got a, a big fat contract extension is somebody who was pretty big at fault yesterday for some of the collapses. So we're going to get to that later today. But the fact that we're sitting here pointing at Nick Chubb, we're pointing at Cade York, we're pointing at Kareem Hunt. I don't want to hear it. You've got two first round picks playing cornerback for this team. You've got a second round pick at safety. You've got another safety that you signed to an $11 million a year deal. Your other cornerback is a third round draft pick. These miscues, this miscommunication, and it looks like a whole bunch of guys who showed up to play a street game together five on five. 
it's completely inexcusable. The fact that we're talking about Nick Chubb, I don't want to hear it for everything that Nick Chubb has done for this franchise. And congratulations yesterday, Nick Chubb over 5,000 yards rushing for this team. The blame is being put in the wrong place. And, you know, we're going to get to the offense here because with a loss like yesterday, it's a shame that we're not speaking enough about the offensive side of the ball, but this is what happens when team loses games. But Garrett, the, the fact that the fingers being point at anybody else other than Joe Woods unit on defense, and look, I'm not calling for heads. I'm not looking for anybody to get fired. It's the it's a week two loss. You got week three on Thursday night. You ain't going to do a major shakeup right now. But let's please, you know, look, yes, there is some blame in that area. But almost all of this has to go on the defense. You are all paid. Big time money. Go out there, get the damn job done. See, everybody want to look smart. That's the problem. I, I, today, we got this thing called spreading the blame. You know, somebody can do something stupid. Somebody can get in trouble. And then we say, oh, both sides. Oh, both sides had some something to play in it. No, no, it wasn't both sides. And when you start doing that, you just trying to sound you. You basically fence riding. You don't want to. You don't want to. Uh, uh, you know, make anybody mad over here. You don't want to make anybody mad over here. So you just say it was. It was other people too. You know, Nick Chubb. And if he would have took it a knee and did these mental gymnastics, no, 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 no. Listen, no. He gave you a thirteen point lead, and you did not do anything to stop another team. You gave up bombs. You couldn't cover somebody. You didn't have any pressure on the quarterback. Stop trying to act like the kicker was the problem. It's easy to say that it's the kicker. Nick Chubb is the only reason you was even in that game. Ever. That that point blank period. He's the only reason you even had them points on the board. Jacoby Brissett as well. So you look at the offensive side of the football, Jacoby Brissett plays his tail off. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb play their tail off. And guess what? Amari Cooper stepped up and had 100 yards and a touchdown. If you'd have told me Amari Cooper get 100 yards and a touchdown and Nick Chubb get three touchdowns before this game started, I'd say the Browns in a row. They're, they're, uh, Browns in a route. Guess what? None of that happened. So I, I, I'm with you. I'm not even entertaining it. And I got to stop people at the front door as soon as they start with that both sides crap, because it, it, that that's so prevalent now, you can't even call nothing out because they trying to. Well, it, well, it's a, it's everybody. No, it's not everybody. It's something that that's passing the buck on accountability, and and, and the Browns need to fix that if they even want to get uh, to where they want to go. There's no question about it. Uh, look, and could have, would have, could have, should have. But look, the point is, is you know, the focus of this team and a top five defense and nine games last year holding opponents under 16 points or less. This team defensively right now is allowing 27 and a half points a game. And guess what? Their opponents have been the New York Jets, who scored nine, nine the previous week, and the Carolina Panthers, who yesterday put up 16. This, these are the teams you have played. Guess what? The big boys are coming. The varsity offenses are coming. These have been scrimmages to this point as far as who you're going against. The big guns, the top guns are coming and coming soon. This needs to get rectified. It needs to get rectified immediately. Um, no, again, I, I don't firing anybody isn't going to do anything. You cannot go find a quality defensive coordinator in September. But maybe a lesser head, if it continues, is going to be a sacrificial lamb. And guess what? And here's your question. If you're going to move on from Joe Woods, 
The Browns have only one person in the building who has defense coordinator experience. Jeff Tarver, the linebacker coach, was a defense coordinator for the Raiders. You want to go look up how that went out when he was down there with the Raiders? If you want to go do that, go, go check that out. Because if that's what you're ready to do, yeah, this is going to get a hell of a lot bad, a hell of a lot worse before it's going to get any better. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, Reaction Monday, Browns. It, 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 I mean, there's just no way around it. A terrible, terrible, sorry loss yesterday at home in front of the packed house at First Energy. It is Monday night. There's a double header. And you know what would work beautifully with that? Sitting down and setting up some line, some lineups for prize picks. Well, I love to go primetime games. You're watching the game anyway, get three or four players. So you can check out, obviously, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson. You can get, check Jalen Hurts and his receivers. There's a lot going on here. You can do this tonight. Pick two to five players. And if they go score more or less than the prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch, the NFL, the NBA, MLB, of course, college as well. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is just that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up today and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. Simple. Whatever you put in under $100, Prize Picks will match it up to 100%. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on uh, at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G Bush. And Jeff Lloyd, thanks for everybody who tuned in to watch the two-minute uh, warning. We had another great episode uh, uh, with the Browns. It seems like every time we do the two-minute warning, we get breaking news, everything. We we were we came on prepared to give you a win for the Browns. It turned into a loss. But that's what happens when you, you're doing your thing and you're doing it live. So that's the reason why we do that show. Um, a lot of people joined in, excited to see what that number turns out to be. And we want to thank everybody for making sure you subscribe to the Locked on Browns podcast on YouTube as well as continue to download five-star reviews wherever you get your podcasts uh, as well. Uh, let's talk a little we, – we jumped into how, how they're blaming a little bit uh, on the offense. Let's let's talk about who's really to blame. Um, defense have give, given up massive amount of points. Defense have, has given up specifically the secondary – uh, three to four big time plays, wide open, uncontested layups, uh, and that's cost the Browns. They should have lost the first game. Cade York bails them out. This game, they should have won the game, but they lost it at the end based on those mistakes and errors. They they not only didn't learn from last week, they got worse. They 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 continue to do the things that that terrible football teams and organizations do. Jeff, your thoughts. On, on what the heck is going on and why are we seeing consistently team after team after team throw deep balls like it's JV football and no one be around? If it was all mashed together and there was a ton of newness, I'd understand. And because we did do this last year saying, look, you got to give it a little time. There are a lot of new moving parts. We're talking about John Johnson III, new. Grant Elpit, new. Greg Newsom, new. No, that's not the case this year. These guys played a ton of games last year, big games, and even got to the point defensively where they started pointing the finger at the offense, pointing their finger at the quarterback, saying, yo, we're doing every single thing we can 
to keep these games tight, and y'all can't get anything done. Well, if we had told you through two weeks, Browns offense, quarterback by Jacoby Brissett, was averaging 28 points a game, we'd say, man, Browns got to easily, easily be 2-0. No, you have a defense giving up 27.5 points per game to the Carolina Panthers and the New York Jets. One quarterback who been in town for a hot minute in Carolina and one guy, Joe Flacco, who looked like, you know, he found Ponce de Leon to the fountain of youth and was out there with a whole bunch of kids who, when Joe Flacco made his NFL debut, these kids were running around the dirt leagues of their hometown, the, the dirt fields of their hometown at eight, nine years old, just cutting their teeth in Pop Warner, for God's sakes. What happened yesterday, and I don't want to put any, I don't want to hear anything about the offensive side of the ball. And this is where we're going to get into it because credit going to go where it was due. Jacoby Brissett, up until that interception yesterday, was playing like the top quarterback in the NFL yesterday. Ball fakes out of this world. Actually running the ball, which scared the daylights out of me. And even think, we saw a game yesterday where we watched Joe Flacco and Jacoby Brissett running with the ball. Yeah, we all lost on that deal. Ain't no doubt about it. He played with some magic to him yesterday, Garrett. There was one where it was like, all right, uh, now there's two linemen in your face. You're near the line. And banged one through, completed that pass. His balls were on the money all day. They talked during the game about how he and Amari Cooper spent a ton of time extra this week saying, all right, look, you know, and Jacoby basically, look, I know you were open. We all know you were open. Sit with me. Show me where I missed this. Show me where I missed that. And guess what? I that worked because Amari Cooper started with it as it was four for 48 on a drive in the second quarter and was basically uncoverable all day long. Got David Ajoku a little bit more involved. Got Harrison Bryan a little bit more involved. The one thing I had told about with Jacoby was pace of play. He needed to play at a faster pace. He needed to establish, hey, this reads open. Ball's going now. And that's what you saw from Jacoby Brissett. The running game started a little bit slow. And it kind of is going to happen sometimes when you got teams selling out against the run. But you stick with it. And why do you stick with it? Because, man, playing a run ain't fun. Garrett, you know, pass rush, yeah, that's fun, man. That's cool. You know, hand in the ground, let's go. Playing a run ain't fun because sometimes you got to say, all right, I got to sacrifice myself here and let this guy who weighs 320 pounds destroy me because essentially this is the job I'm being asked to do on this play. So after you beat on him a little bit, leaned on him a little bit, then the cutback lanes up. Then Nick Chubb tried to do his best Billy Sims impersonation, trying to jump over people, and it kind of got physical. For the offense, this is all you could ask for right now. What they put out yesterday, you're probably not even going to get this type of performance week in, week out. That was about as top shelf as it could be from what that offense gave you yesterday. So it's really disappointing for them to sit here and look at the defense and know that they're on the wrong end of this game because the offense, you did everything you could expect out of the offense yesterday. You got your key playmakers involved. They all did their thing, and it all fell apart. So, I mean, to the offense yesterday, big time. Absolutely big time yesterday. Not only that, they came back. Every time Every time they had uh, an opportunity, they needed answer, they answered. Um, they, they came up, they did everything. I thought I thought uh, Jacoby Brissett put the ball in the money. I thought he even actually showed a little better arm strength and arm talent than I thought he had. He True. moved around in the pocket. He got first downs when he needed to. He was moving the team up and down the field. But one thing that's unexcusable to me in, in this defense is, is, is I don't see any fire. I don't see anybody. Defense is an emotion. Defense is a mindset. Defense is attitude. And I don't see 
nobody on the sidelines getting in each other's faces. I don't see nobody on the sideline. If I'm the leader, I'm going to that secondary and be like, listen, what's going on over here, fellas? It needs to be some clipboards or iPads thrown around because everybody is sitting around here uh, drinking coffee. And I just think the mentality of the Cleveland Browns on defense is is just so lackadaisical, so we've made it, and, and we'll clean it up. We'll clean it up. I don't care how much more football you got. That's the problem with people. Oh, we got a lot of more football to go. We got a lot of football to go. We still got a couple more days to go. Until you don't. These games count just like the ones later in the season. You should not be working on this stuff now. You could be working on that in the preseason. And that's the problem with this team. They're not they're not ready to play. Period. Point blank. It is not a new defensive system. It is not a new defensive coordinator. It is not contrived of a whole bunch of talent. So therefore, you look at those three factors, inexcusable, inexcusable, inexcusable. They're not doing anything different than they did last season. So what is the problem? Is somebody kind of going rogue? And I think there's a little bit of that, and we're going to get to that with John Costco. Are some guys not going max effort? Maybe could be a question to that as well. Um, as all of a sudden now, because the pressure is on the defense, whereas last year the pressure was on the offense. And so if that's the shoe on the other foot, you all kind of owe some people in that locker room some apologies. Granted, most of them aren't here anymore. But maybe you owe some apologies because now that the onus and the pressure is on you, the same thing you all got aggravated with last season, well, guess what? Here it is. You kind of got that burger handed back to you you know, left over, and now you all got to eat it. This needs to improve. It needs to improve quickly. We're going to get to this here because I'm going to tell you right now, it's a darn good thing the Cleveland Browns are playing Thursday night, not Sunday. Because if they were playing Sunday, it, 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 it the chemistry for more issues, it gives more time for it to bubble, to fester. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest locked on Browns. Toro is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Toro, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the United States, Canada, and the UK. Book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip. Get a classic or luxury car for a special event, a birthday, or a holiday. Find affordable economy cars if you're on a budget and just need to get from A to B. You've been interested in that electric vehicle? Go ahead. Give one a test ride. See if it fits your everyday needs. Many tour hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Ditch boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. Welcome back to the Locked Order Browns podcast. G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd. Um, you know, it's, it's hot and heavy right now. You know, <laughs> it's going to be a problem for, for a couple more hours here because it's Monday. But I'm going to tell you what. They better get it together because they, they got somebody coming in here that ain't going to play no games with them. Pittsburgh Steelers is coming in on Thursday. And, and like we talked about so many other times, Jeff, it, it, you know, you better get it out of your system quickly and, and in a hurry because every week. Really? Is, exactly. Is, Look, if there's something that needs to be said, it needs to be discussed today. You know, yep. all right, that 22, you got something to say? 43, 21, 20, 23, got something to say? Because we need to get this out now. Because we're already flipping the script, and to be truthful, they should be above. They should be in front of the team. Matter of fact, all that 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 closed doors of the DB room. We ain't talking about the DB room. If I'm a leader of that defense, I got these dudes out in front and say, "Listen, guys, these last two games, 
That's on us. We'll, we, that's us. We'll take leadership of that. Uh, because right now, we, we cost it a team. And, and, and we're going to just let you guys know that that's what it is. And we're going to get it fixed. And we're going to make sure that we carry in our water. Because at the end of the day, it's about doing your job. All, do your job. Stop worrying about other people should have, should, they should have taken a knee. They ran out of bounds. Listen, your job is to stop people. If they've given you enough points to win a game, your job is to not allow them to get more points. That's what your job is. And you're not doing it at this point. So you can look back at it. You got one day. We're going to talk about it. We're going to watch the film. Then you might want to burn it. But the bottom line is you got Pittsburgh coming into town, and, and, and they're not going to play with you. They're not going to give you nothing. They're not going to lay down. They're not going to make you feel. They're not going to feel sorry for you. And you got everybody in the division, I believe, is one and one, right? Everybody in the division is one and one. So the best thing that you could possibly do is put it behind you, make yourself two and one. But but as of today, understand that got to go. Because guess what? We got a game on Thursday, prime time, and everybody their mama is watching. Don't get embarrassed. Well, yeah, for, for, absolutely. There needs to be a clearing of the air. There needs to be, you know, an understanding. And look, whoever is wrong and whoever was making mistakes, whoever was going rogue, that needs to get started. That needs to get squashed right now. And everybody, oh, well, well, yeah, well, well don't play him. Who are you going to play? It's a 53 man roster. This ain't college. This ain't Alabama where you got 100 scholarship players. We say, all right, well, I'll take that five star out and I'll put another. These are the players. <laughs> this is it. This is the roster. This is the cast. You ain't moving dudes in and out. Uh, there ain't no, but even Denzel Ward on his worst day, uh, you're not going AJ Green over Denzel Ward. So everybody just chill and calm with that talk. Call it for heads. Week two, for God's sakes. Disgusting as it was. And the way it fell, failed, it fell apart. All, all true. All true. It's week two, kids. It's week two. Yes, they should be a 2-0 franchise. They should have a one-game lead in the AFC right now. All that true. No doubt about it. The best, worst part is freezing cold takes, all of this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you deserve all that's coming your way? Yeah, absolutely stinking do. Um, for the Jets fans, I'm just curious. When did you all get back to the TV? Because you know you turned it off when Nick Chubb scored. <laughs> so all the Jet fans out here, found it out the weights. Who let you know to go turn back the game on? Because you know, and I know Jet fans, y'all walked away. You did. You walked away. Yeah. So don't I, act was... sitting here like, oh, I, I knew. I, it was all up in it for 60 minutes. That I get the heck out of here. Yeah, look, listen, shout out. And I will say this, shout out to the Jets, man. Joe Flacco played great. I did and plenty I... of Jet spots this week. And I said, yeah. this is going to be a good team. Maybe not with Joe Flacco, but when Zach Wilson comes back, it is a nice constructed team. Garrett Wilson's gonna be a bad man. Hey, I, you know they, <laughs> I, like you know everybody wanted me. You know people got on me. There's no way that the Browns are losing. No way. I said you didn't learn. You didn't learn from 2020, right? We went up there and got spanked. You know, to me, this team has had the same demeanor. You, you tell me, Jeff. You tell me which team. Did they not let back in the game? Like, they, listen, there's all, a list of them. It's all about coming from the top down, and this is not a, this not something new. This is this is a pattern. This has been happening so many times, so many times. 
I agree with you. And this is probably the Browns front office calling Garrett and I right now on the phone right yes. now. Hey, guys, can you stay uh, on it? But look, it is the greatest thing in the world that the Browns play Thursday night because if they were not playing Thursday night, there would be some serious, serious issues. we got to cut this one a little bit short. Look, this week's going to be a little bit different because it is Thursday night football. So the regular noon that we've been establishing, it's not really going to work out that way. we got a lot of content to get out because basically we're required to get out the same amount of content on a Thursday night game that we would for a Sunday game. So you're going to get the John Costco episode later today as well. We're going to sit down with Chris Carter from Lockdown Steelers. As much as I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers, I love Chris Carter. Garrett's going to love him. Chris Carter is a solid, solid dude and knows his football. So we have that. We'll get to a pregame. We got to, you're going to get a ton of coverage here this week in a short, abbreviated week. The Browns need it. They need to get this out of the system, out of the building as quickly as can and get all eyes towards Pittsburgh. This is an extremely winnable game. You were home. I doubt Pittsburgh's going to make the switch to Kenny Pickett this week. You're not going to do that to a rookie on a short week. Maybe they do it for week four, which behooves the Browns. Look, right now, you're in a three-way tie for first place. You have your first division game Thursday night. Chance to take at least a lead of the division over a 10-day period. Cincinnati Bengals are 0-2 and not looking very good right now. So regardless of what happened yet, and this is a game the Browns couldn't afford to lose, right now I think the field is kind of playing where the Browns were not expecting. So that is a good thing for them currently. Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, 11-1 Monday through Friday on YouTube. Of course, the Barbershop, 92.3 The Fan. Saturdays, always a ton of other uh, appearances for Garrett over there on 92.3 The Fan. The show itself, Locked On Browns, follow back account. Uh, make sure you're checking that out on your favorite podcast app. Make sure you follow and subscribe to the Locked On Browns podcast. YouTube, make sure you're subscribed to the show. You have notifications on so when the content drops, you guys are there to digest it. Look, I get it. It's going to be a tough Monday. It's going to be a tough couple days. But I'd rather strap it up Thursday than have to wait all the way again till Sunday. All that being said, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB. I'm L-O-B. Let's go, Brown.